With SDPB News, I'm Megan Fury. The South Dakota law that established the State Tribal Relations Committee has been changed to reduce the mandatory number of Democrats serving on it. The House of Representatives voted to pass Senate Bill 69. Its prime sponsor says the new makeup better reflects the will of South Dakota voters. Victoria Wicks has this report for SDPB. The State Tribal Relations Committee by law consists of 10 legislators with a minimum of four members from the minority party. Senate Bill 69 drops that minimum number to two. Republicans currently hold 90% of the seats in the South Dakota legislature. Senator Lee Schoenbeck introduced the bill at the Senate State Affairs hearing on January 20th. He said the law no longer reflects the reality of the political situation. When they originally passed this, it probably didn't seem so strange because there used to be a lot of Democrats in the legislature. The State Tribal Relations Committee arose from reconciliation efforts started by Governor George Mickelson, who died in office in 1993. At the Senate State Affairs hearing, Senator Reynold Nessaba challenged Schoenbeck's commitment to Mickelson's goal. Did you consult with any, any tribes or any tribal members uh, in the process of putting forward this, uh, this change? Absolutely not, because of course it would make no sense because they, don't, uh, they aren't involved in the decision of uh, putting, making committee appointments. Schoenbeck said tribes benefit from having legislators on the committee who are not native. It doesn't make much sense to have the tribes come to the committee and tell tribal members, hey, here's what's going on in tribal country. It makes a lot more sense to have the tribes come and talk to people that don't live in tribal country. Senate Bill 69 passed through that committee and went on to clear both chambers. At its last legislative appearance in the House, Representative Perry Poirier proposed an amendment to require appointment of legislators who represent districts containing tribal lands. This isn't about party. This is about the voice of those citizens that are in the tribal nations who elect their leaders. That amendment failed, and the House approved the bill by a vote of 57 to 11. For South Dakota Public Broadcasting, I'm Victoria Wicks. House lawmakers reached a compromise on South Dakota election laws with an amendment to Senate Bill 40. Currently, political parties choose candidates by convention. SB 40 originally sought to make it so statewide candidates were chosen by a public vote. On Thursday, the House whittled down the bill, only allowing the governor to choose their running mate. Other candidates will continue to be nominated by state convention. Representative Jessica Baumuller presented the amendment. She says both the amendment and the bill are necessary to retain the state's current process. As I stand here today, I am point zero. Zero zero four percent of the population that duly elected me. I am one of 24,132 people that sent me here to press a button. And that is why I strongly agree with our electorate and process we currently have. And I am not alone in believing our lieutenant governor should be chosen by the governor. The bill passed the House in a 48 to 21 vote. It now heads to the Senate for approval in amended form. A bill to create a study committee to improve Native children's lives was killed in the House of Representatives. Senate Bill 191 was approved on the Senate side and then received unanimous approval in the House Judiciary Committee. But two days later, it died on the House floor. Victoria Wicks reports on the discussion in the House. 
Senate Bill 191 required a 17-member committee to meet at least eight times before November 2024, with the Legislative Research Council coordinating the effort. Representative Tony Van Huysen said that the bill required too much. Nine of the 17 members are from the tribes, just over half, two from DSS, two from the court system, then just four legislators. So four legislators on a 17-person committee, but we're paying for it. Representative Perry Purrier justified including all nine tribal nations with land inside South Dakota's borders. They have their own independent taxation compact agreements. They have their own agreements with DSS and they all have their own policies. They have their own constitution. Purrier said tribal families are in crisis with Native Americans in the top tier of problems such as incarceration rates, dropout rates, and health issues. This is a problem that the tribes cannot solve on their own. They still need the state of South Dakota, and this is not a problem that the state of South Dakota can address on its own. You need the tribes. We need each other. Purrier noted that the commission might find a way to assist Native children and families to prevent those failures, but instead the state spends millions to deal with negative outcomes. We're allocating hundreds of millions of dollars for new state prisons. Representative Scott Odenbach and Oren Lesmeister also spoke in favor of the bill, but the House killed it on a vote of 42 to 26. For South Dakota Public Broadcasting, I'm Victoria Wicks. SDPB's legislative coverage is supported by the Friends of SDPB with corporate support from the South Dakota Bar Foundation and SDN Communications. South Dakota lawmakers have passed a pair of bills that would set new regulations for the state's business relationship with foreign entities. The bills are now on their way to Governor Kristi Noem's desk. They were proposed in a response to lawmakers' fears that foreign countries have maligned intentions. One bill that passed would require agricultural landowners to help legislators tally how much land is owned by foreign countries. The other, approved by lawmakers, would prohibit government partnerships with businesses owned or controlled overseas. The U.S. Department of Agriculture says foreign entities and individuals control less than 3% of all U.S. farmland. U.S. Interior Secretary Deb Holland says her agency will work to restore more large bison herds to Native American lands. Holland issued an order Friday for government workers to tap into indigenous knowledge in their efforts to conserve bison. Bison are culturally important for many tribes. They were driven to near extinction in the late 1800s. Holland also announced $25 million to build new herds, transfer more bison from federal to tribal lands, and forge new bison management agreements with tribes. Across the U.S., from New York to Oklahoma to Alaska, 82 tribes now have more than 20,000 bison in 65 herds. Numbers have been growing in recent years, along with the desire among Native Americans to reclaim stewardship of the animals. Many of the tribes' bison came from U.S. agencies, which over the past two decades transferred thousands of the animals to thin government-controlled herds so they don't outgrow the land. The transfers often were carried out in cooperation with the South Dakota-based Intertribal Buffalo Council. The group's director, Troy Heinart, said Holland's order is an acknowledgment of the work the tribes have already done. Black Hills State University will serve as host of the Dakota Dreams Career Exploration Summer Camp. 
The camp is for middle school age students. It gives them an opportunity to both visit businesses and spend time on the campus of a university or technical college. Two sessions will be held, first between June 25th through the 29th, and then July 9th through the 13th. The camp is being organized and funded by the State Board of Regents through dollars made available through the American Rescue Plan Act. Additional information about the camp can be found on bhsu.edu. With SDPB News, I'm Megan Fury. And that is your daily news update. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SDPB News and visit sdpb.org news to stay up to date on our journalism as it comes in. And as always, thank you for listening.